it's been a very busy day, thanks to Darren, and um, I noticed an awful lot of stuff going on in the street that I haven't been able to focus on properly, and then the minute I sit down it goes deadly quiet, not a soul to be seen. Um, I think this is now episode 52, which means that I've been doing this for a full 52 weeks, uh, which makes up a full year. So, welcome to episode 52 of Mr. Bert Pods. Now, I'm sitting here with the window open, which is a bit risky because people might be able to hear me, despite the fact I'm on the first floor. Um, but you will be able to hear the banging of the um, builders with any luck. There are no builders' vans. Oh, no, no, no. That's a lie. I was going to say it was a bit mysterious because there was no builders' vans, yet there was a lot of banging. But I've just realised I've parked a van in a different place on a different road. So that's useful. Uh, oh, no, school children. School's out, here they come. Um, so there was this really weird, uh, where that near where that van is parked, which is the T junction, uh, which our road goes on to a longer, more main, busier road, despite the amount of traffic we get down this one. Um, oh no, the builders are off. That's the builder driving off. Um, another full day. Uh, we were walking back down that road towards our house and there was just this car parked in the middle of the road well not quite in the middle but sort of <clears throat> well it basically looked as if someone had just stopped it where they were and the door was open except it was the passenger door and there was no one inside it um and it was really strange so i thought well has it been you know obviously i went to the obvious that someone had been kidnapped and murdered um but i thought maybe it's been stolen so i took a photograph of it and was going to dial uh, i was going to say 111 it's not 111 that's darren brainwashing you oh car um one one i didn't what is that police number that you can ring if you don't want to dial 999 there is one anyway uh, anyway no we we're walking away that's what we we're going for a walk uh came back and it was just parked around near our house uh oh another car um with all the doors shut apart properly by the curb and uh, I don't know what was going on. It was completely bizarre. It really looked like somebody had just stopped it in the middle of the road. The passenger had got out, uh, walked off somewhere and left it and the person driving it had obviously been um, made invisible because there was no one in the car at all. It was very strange. Um, reminds me of when I was in Ireland with a friend years and years and years and years and years and years, and years ago. We were in uh, Killarney and um, having tea, surprisingly. And uh, this, we're looking out the window into the street, and this car just came along and stopped, just stopped. Uh, and a, a lady of a certain age got out. Oh, no, she took the keys out of the dash. She took the keys out of the <clears throat> ignition, put them on the dashboard for anyone to see, all the world to see. Got out of the car. Uh, I can't remember if she shut the door or not, but anyway, she had a parcel took it to the post office and then just came back, got in the car, put the keys back in the ignition and drove off. But that's Ireland for you. In the sense that people are very, um, uh, well, as they were at that time, I don't know if they still are, but uh, just very honest. And um, you used to be able to go around Ireland in those days. We went around thumbing lifts everywhere. Um, I'm not sure people would do that nowadays. Anyway, this is Southern Ireland, obviously, Killarney. So, um, I digress. Um, 
Yes, I've got the window open, which is a bit, it's just a bit warm today, so I thought I'll try the window. Uh, and I've just realised by having the window open, the birds can't get to the uh, water I've put out for them. The the um, the Mr. Bird Magpie Sanctuary, uh, they are now using drinking the water. I've got an upturned brick, which I filled the indentation with water, which I got off advice of Spring Watch, Winter Watch, I think. Um, the fat block is looking a little bit worse for the warehouse, but I have got another one. And um, we did have a bit of a crisis because I nearly ran out of mealworms, but uh, managed to get some more. So that was that. So the magpies just come back. I haven't seen them today actually, but I usually see them about five or six times every day. And um, they sometimes. Uh, man pushing a pushchair. Man pushing a double pushchair, which is empty and small child riding along with a huge great helmet on next to him. I can't quite work out the logic of that. Must have dumped some children somewhere. Um, so, yeah, they used to used to just see the top of their heads and their beady little eyes looking through the window, but now they just brazenly stand there. I can see their whole bodies. And occasionally they squawk at me and then fly off. I'm not sure. I don't think it's a thank you. Um, the neighbours over the road have been really annoyingly unannoying. Um, they've been on the move a bit with the, uh, the they, they've got one of those round um, trapeze things but they keep moving it backwards and forwards which is a bit strange but um, and he always wears t-shirt either white t-shirt or a black t-shirt never seen him wear anything else other than that t-shirt and trousers obviously but right through the winter never saw him with a, a jacket on or oh no that's not quite true he does get up into his uh, motorcycle leathers but I haven't seen him put the bins out for ages, and I haven't seen him waiting around uh, to be let in through the uh, about to collapse on everybody gate. Um, so where are we? Yeah, it's been quite a busy week, actually. You know, it was a, it was a busy weekend. Um, yoga was... Yoga was all right this morning, actually. Uh, we went into the main... Uh, she was as an epic um, position, uh, which today was side plank which I'm actually quite good at and I got really cocky and then I went from one side to my other side and I nearly I thought I was going to go through the ceiling of downstairs flat I collapsed in such a heat and it wasn't just lack of strength that was just was completely unbalanced um so that was humiliating and hopefully no one was watching that uh, then there was one bit where I gave up completely I just couldn't do what she was doing and uh, I just lay flat and I could hear her say, oh, well, come and check on what everybody's doing. And, of course, you can hear a voice getting nearer and nearer the microphone. So she'd obviously loomed up at the camera. And, of course, I'm just lying there on the floor looking as if I'm doing absolutely nothing, which I was for 30 seconds, and that was it. I mean, I'd done everything else in the class. Uh, she's a bit quiet on the poem front, actually. We haven't got any poems, and thank God she hasn't been doing any chanting. That seems to have um, had its day, brief day. Uh, oh, no, it's getting quite busy up and down the road now, actually. Uh, what's that person doing? No, it's another child. It's all children today. It's all um, secondary school children. Um, yes, don't pick your litter up. Why would you? Um, so then on... Oh, of course, yes, there was the death of Prince Philip. We ought to mark that. I was brought up... To, oh, that's right, use our bin to put your rubbish in. Thank you. Um, I... 
was brought up to watch everything on television. In fact, we got it. The only reason we got a colour television was because of Princess Anne's wedding. Um, so I found it very odd that people didn't watch Prince Philip's funeral because it was just something I did. Didn't watch it live because we were out on a... Uh, well, I thought it was learning about tree walk in Ali Pali, um, which it sort of was, but the trees aren't really in bud, so it's quite difficult to work out what the trees were. Um, and even the man taking it had a bit of difficulty over some of them. But um, at least we saw some trees, unlike the water walk, in which the only water we saw... Uh, wasn't part of Ali Pali. Um, regular listeners may remember that interesting walk. Um, yeah, so we walked around and had on Saturday afternoon, weather was absolutely gorgeous, had to be said, and uh, looked at the way trees grew and a little bit of the bark and where the leaves were and uh, quite a lot of um, that bit was planted formally and that bit wasn't, it's just wild. Um, for once, we had quite a, an annoying group, except for two women, one of whom I think may have been Swedish. She did mention it about six or seven times. Um, uh, she spent most of it on her phone, tapping away. I mean, she might have been making notes. I don't know. I don't think she was. But she could have said, you know, the reason I'm on my phone is because I'm taking notes. It's just so rude. Uh, she talked when he was talking, which I, I just I don't get it. You're on a walk or whatever, and some, you know, we spend all our lives as teachers telling children to stop talking when the teacher's talking, and adults do it. I mean, it's just extraordinary. She just, and she had a really loud voice. He just ignored her, which I think is probably the best way. And then her friend, who seemed to know a lot about Finland, but I don't think she was Finnish, uh, she obviously wasn't listening to anything he was saying, because she kept, he would state fact, like, that tree uh, is an oak, and then about a minute later she'd go, is that tree an oak? So she, she did that about six times. It's like, well, are you listening or aren't you listening? Because if you're not, just go and do something else. They were, they were quite irritating. But um, no, the other people were very... There was only six of us, actually. The other people, that leaves the other two, <laughs> were very nice. Uh, no, that was a, it was a very nice walk, and I really enjoyed it. And now I can recognise a hornbeam very easily and an oak. And a certain person I was with got, has got very excited about boundary oaks. So if you want to know anything about boundary oaks, uh, drop me a line and I'll pass it on. Um, now, so that was that. That was a very nice day, actually. And then we went for... Oh, so then I came back and I spent the evening watching the recording of Prince Philip's funeral, which I found very, very moving. And I actually got very tearful in it. Um, I mean, I know they had a lot. It's like the thing is, they're so like my parents. Prince Philip had the sense of humour that my father had. Um, he was utterly fascinated by the world in the way my father was, and had this obviously had this really questioning mind, which my father did. And I just thought it was amazing that there was a beautiful one of the pieces of music sung was this beautiful setting of a psalm, um, and then it turned out Prince Philip had commissioned it. So he was he commissioned beautiful music, and then he'd also designed the um, Land Rover that was um, designed to carry his coffin, his like the hearse, first hearse. How do you say that word? Um, so uh, he's just an amazing man, and I know he doesn't mean a lot to young people, but he's like a pet, and I'm not. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. The royal family have just been in my life all my life. They've just always been there. You know, Mrs. Thatcher was there for long enough, um, and so when one dies. 
especially at the age of 99. I mean, it's to me, it was an extraordinary moment, and it is an end of an era, and goodness knows what's going to happen to the younger generation. But, you know, the Queen going in on her own looked like my mum, small, you know, um, and just sitting there with her head bowed so far forward that you could only see the crown of her hat and you couldn't see her face at all. And I think that's the first time I've ever, ever seen the Queen not showing her face in public. Um, and I, that that was an, an, another extraordinary moment. And her, as someone pointed out, her handbag was just sitting next to her. Um, I mean, it would have been him normally, and she just had her handbag next to her, and no family around her. I mean, it was extraordinary. And as someone else pointed out, it, it was symbolic of what so many people, well, I, what I went through with my mum's funeral, I couldn't hug my brother. I couldn't hug anybody. I couldn't walk near them. Uh, and we only had um, about five or five people at the funeral. Um, so it was, you know, the whole world thing aside, it was symbolic of what so many people have been through this year. And I found it really moving and I'm really glad I watched it. Um, then on Sunday, oh, I can't even remember what day it was. No, Friday we met up with a friend and went for a, quite a, a very long walk, actually. A uh, very long, brisk walk, because I remember getting home and my legs were really hurting. This is the problem. I sit around all day, and then I go out and get my exercise, which is a walk for about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, and then I get back and I'm absolutely, my legs are just aching. And, of course, it's because it's just that one bit of exercise, and then the rest of the day you're doing nothing. Whereas normally before pandemic and lockdown, you, everyone's moving well you know, within reason, you're moving, even if you're at a desk, you know, you're getting up, standing around, you know, you're going to work, you're coming back again, you are moving. And I literally spend a lot of my day sedentary on the um, sofa. So, um, oh, no, man is coming back now with no child on bike, oh no, the back, back child is behind him, and one child in the double pushchair, so I'm not quite sure what happened to the other child. It's a bit of a worry. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Darren's messed my day up today. I had a good run. Actually, my run was all right. Um, there's a really annoying man, actually, who walks around looking smug. I don't think he does look smug. I think it's just his expression. And he never, ever, I see him quite a lot, never, ever, ever gets out of my way. I always run off the path to avoid him. Never once does he walk. Um, he's walking fast. He's exercising. Does he get out of my way? In fact, I find it. In fact, I spend my life, actually, and I am going to start ranting now. I spend my life, uh, my partner and I walk together. I usually, if people are coming towards me, I'm usually the one that countdowns to one side. And people just don't, you know, they walk to abreast and, and people just generally keep walking to abreast. Now, the point is not whether I've moved out of the way or not. I think it's just polite if you both just go into single file for the sake of five seconds as you pass each other. Uh, and it's always people I don't expect, just looking at them in my prejudiced way, don't expect to move, um, are always the ones that do get out of your way or move over onto the onto the road. Oh, that's a bit dodgy. Um, it drives me mad. Um, I, and then the times I don't move, because I think I'm not going to get out of that person's way, I, you, I practically crash into them and then you get a filthy look. And it's like, well, <laughs> I, 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 it really gets my goat. Um, it has to be said, it's really annoying. I just think it's just polite and respectful to, to move aside. 
certainly I've got that off my chest. But I've noticed I do it all the time. Every single walk we go out, I do it. I move out of the way and people don't. Generally, 90% of the people we pass do not move. Um, then, yes, yeah, so we went for a very long walk. And um, where did we go? And through Highgate Woods and, uh, that's right, through Highgate Woods and then over to Waterloo Park in a more direct route to Waterloo Park than the route that was taken last time we went for a walk in that direction. Um, and then there was uh, the two of us plus a friend and it was lovely. We sat outside at Waterloo at Lauderdale House and had tea and cake, um, which I can't remember the last time I did that. I mean, that's something I spend my life doing, sitting around drinking tea and eating cake. Uh, and it was this uh, really special moment and it cheered me up so much. I can't, it's just bizarre. I know it's not bizarre at all, but I mean, how much it cheered me up, how much I felt uh, my well-being, sense of well-being increased just for being able to sit with another person, drinking a cup of tea and eating a piece of cake outside in nice weather. Because um, I am a bit worried I'm getting socially anxious about going back into the uh, big wide world. Um Imagine no one's forcing me off to a football match, so I don't quite know what I'm worrying about there. Um, I have been looking, because my other loss, along with everything else I've lost over the past year, was the H Club closing, which was the club I was a member of, which was an amazing place. And I got a really cheap membership because of uh, working in the West End. Um, and that became my absolute sanctuary when everything was just going horribly wrong with the family. Um it closed down. I think they used the pandemic as a, an excuse to close it down. I just thought I so loved just being able to go into the centre of London and have my own little place where I could meet people or just be on my own. That was what was so lovely about the H Club. I could just be on my own, just sit there on my own and no one bothered you. And it was quiet. Alongside, they had loads of, you know, interesting seminars and concerts and all sorts of stuff going on. Um... I'm an, an amazing load of people through it. Anyway, that's all by the by. But Darren annoyed me today because he uh, he's organised a reading of my play on um, Wednesday, which is the one I'm trying to get for the competition, uh, which is very nice of him because he's really, really, really busy at the moment and I know he hasn't got time to be organising things for me. And then I get an email. What did I get? Um, I got an answer machine message saying one of the people reading needs a printer copy and haven't got a printer so can I do it so so somehow Darren Darren who's the person that loves a solve ends up um, making my day uh, very complicated because of course my computer doesn't print because there's something wrong with my laptop and the printer and the other person who could have printed it is busy all day the laptop the printer's slow it's all right but it's just slow anyway um so I did manage to get it sorted out thanks to the Hippie family who very, very kindly printed it out for me and wouldn't take any form of payment. Um, and then I had to, having done my yoga and my run, I then had to walk up to the flipping Broadway and get it, get an envelope and get it posted off. Do you know how much it cost me? £10. So I, I sent him a text saying you owe me £10 and I was just told to F off. So that was nice. Um, but it's just amazing the way he does me a favour and then I end up doing more work than he does. How does he manage that? Um, the epic programme of the moment on the TV continues to be um, Crash Landing on You. I think we've only got about three more episodes before the series is over. Um, 
But it is, um, I have to say, it's, um, I know I was going on and on about it last week, but it is verging on Shakespearean. It, the, the reach of it, of the type of person, the comedy, the farce through to tragedy, I mean, real heartbreaking tragedy. And the thing is, if it was bad, if I told you the plot, you would just laugh because it is completely ridiculous. But it's so beautifully scripted and the actors are astonishing. I mean, I think that's a lot why you go with it, because the actors are so believable. It's on, It's like going on an epic journey watching it because you've got no idea where you're going. Um, it's wonderful. And, and at the centre of it is a huge, huge love story about, with a... Um, a capital L and a capital S, which you just don't see anymore. It's like a sort of Dr. Zhivago type love story. Um, and I really don't know whether it's going to end happily or not. I've just no, no idea. You do have to give up half your life to watch it. Um, so I've never seen those two women before. You see, that's another example of, even though it's quite hot and sunny outside, the British, half the British um, population still wear coats. Oh, we watched a really good film, but it's only if you've got Apple. A beautiful, beautiful film called Wolf Walkers. Uh, it's an animated film, um, and it's extraordinary, and it's really worth watching if you can. Um, the production company specialise in these, these sort of beautiful. Um, they're partly computer animated, and yes, that is the clock going in the background. Partly computer animated and partly hand painted backdrops. Um, they've done two other films which I think aren't on Apple one called The Secret of the Cows and one called Song of the Sea um, they've, got, they've all got sort of Irish-Scottish themes to them uh, so I highly recommend any of those so I'm way over time and I've got things to do so I'm going to stop there um, 52, gosh uh, what a thrilling year it's been what can I say and uh, Thank you for listening.